Just sat up on the stand, told a lie straight to the honor. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. All the shit that I have done, I cannot believe in karma. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. Young enough to fuck your sister, young enough to fuck your auntie. I ain't messing with your granny, I just joked her out them zannies. I'm a beast, I'm a dog, got a motherfucking addict. Nigga, tell them, pull them up, drop them motherfucking addict. Take my shot, just like Mark. I'm so hot, they fanning. I got meals out of Def Jam. I got meals out of Atlantic. Niggas know my flow like my crib. This shit full of granite. Strip club clothes, get up on the fans. Little bitch, don't you panic. Got a yard that's so damn big. I order 30 hammocks. Niggas claim they got a tool and never used a hammer. I set the standard. I've been repped Atlanta. Slept in a cabana. Dosa Yankabana. Louis V. Bandana. Do it. I just sat up on the stand. Told a lie straight to the Honor. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. All the shit that I have done, I cannot believe in karma. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. Young enough to fuck your sister, young enough to fuck your auntie. I ain't messing with your granny, I just joked her at them zannies. I'm a beast, I'm a dog, got a motherfucking addict. Nigga, tell them, pull them up, drop the motherfucking addict. Old enough to sign you niggas, young enough. Oh, yeah, it was good, it was good, it was good. Dang, bro, it's been a crazy week, man. It's been good? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I mean, first off, you got to thank God. Boy's really a year older now. My real shit. The last year of the 20s. I'm saying happy birthday, brother. Like another hero on my chin now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, bro, we about to really go to 2021. We got a lot to unpack. We had a good crazy fight this week. Man. We had some epiphanies in the last 24 hours. Like, we got we got Vegas. We got to go to this weekend. We got to talk about strategy like that. Nigga, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, you talking about Vegas, nigga. <laughs> Vegas, nigga. First of all, I'm ready, bro. Like, I, just, I, can't, I can't stop thinking about it, first of all. But we got to talk about this fight. Fuck everything else. We got to talk about this fight first because I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm going to just keep it a stack like I always do. I respect Earl Spence. I mean, uh, Danny Garcia. But, bro, Earl Spence just dogged him. Bro, I ain't going to lie. Like, I ain't going to lie. I mean, I know they were saying it was 8 to, uh, eight to 4. Earl Spence won 8 rounds. Danny Garcia won 4 rounds. But I didn't really see that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Danny Garcia won 2, maybe 3. Maybe 3. Yeah, maybe 3. And that's... That's I'm, being I'm, nice. I'm cringing my teeth when I say maybe 3. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I hate to say that. I love Danny Garcia. You know what I'm saying? But dang, it was a crazy. But we already know what's gonna happen. You know, we don't want to see nothing else but Sub Crawford and Spence in that division. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We don't want to see him fight Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? I, I respect the Sean Porter was a great fight, you, you, fight of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But it's just time. I, I need to see the uh, Sprint, Spence and Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Bro, and you know that boy Crawford's in the building, so that's all we want to see. You see him make that post? Which one? The one he's talking about. He made the post. He said, "I came to see what the fuck." Oh was yeah, yeah. Close. He let it be known he's in the building. Yeah. That ain't not for real. For I really real. wanted that nigga to jump in the ring, like like Danny Garcia did after uh after Spence beat Porter. That's See, all I was waiting on. I, I bet you the they were it because of COVID, probably, huh? Bro, I, I'm telling you, that had to be it. Cause Crawford not gonna come there and not gonna get in that nigga face. Mm -hmm. They didn't already did it. They, they already what better M. This is what a year or two ago, right? Oh yeah, they better M. They better M on the fight, so we need it to happen other. with each other. Dang, that's dang. I mean, it's on camera, it's on YouTube, so it is. You're not making this up. Your imagination not this good. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro. So yeah, so talk about the fight, man. Just in my opinion, deep, deep down, 
personally, I bet it on draw, but that was a a hail mary hope. I, I I feel like I knew Earth was gonna win, but you know. You have to watch it. I respect for Danny Garcia. You know what I'm saying? Every everything has to be played out. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. So, I bet on draw. So, like I lost my little unit of money. You know, something. I little donation, like a little unit out there, out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Earl Spence, man, I don't. I ain't gonna lie, he impressed me, bro. So first act, first fight after the accident. You know, just working a jab, working a jab. I feel like when he hit that jab, Danny Garcia's face, he could never do nothing. Danny a counterpuncher. He wants to hit you based on what you're doing wrong. But he never gave him the opportunity. Just keeping that jab in his face, he didn't have the opportunity to really counter it like he thought. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it is. And like you said, he's a counterpuncher. Really, like, wait for the perfect time type shit. And I understand that, bro. But two things I really want to bring up real quick. It's like, I understand with that being said. It's just, bro, you got tore up with the jab. Like, it looked like he knocked you out. Like, at the end of the fight, if you looked at his face, you would have thought he got knocked out if you didn't if you didn't see the fight. Am, am I tripping? Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's a testament to what that, what that jab's really doing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It looked like Pity Pat to us on TV. But exactly. It's rock, rocking. It's rocking, rock. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? He turned Garcia head into a speed bag, bro. Like, he was walking him down, like you were saying. Like, he was, well, ring generalship, that's what you say? Mm -hmm. That was a call. He was walking him down, controlling the ring, making making him be in the corner all the time and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And back to what I was saying, this goes back to what, uh, what's his dad name? Angel? Yeah. This goes back to dad. what his dad was saying, uh, Danny Garcia's dad. Angel was like, we learned from the Porter fight. We learned from the Thurman fight. We're not... We thought boxing was about landing the bet, the most shots, looking clean while doing it. Like, mm -hmm. technical boxing. But he's like, well, I guess, well, fuck it. We're going to show him... The real Danny. We're gonna we're gonna we learn from that. And with that being said, I figured it would be a different Danny Garcia than what we're used to seeing, and I just didn't see it. And on top of that, six way through the round six rounds through the fight, it's not working what you're doing. So it's like, dang, bro, maybe you're gonna take a page out of Sean Porter book, because I'm sure he's seen a fight. And mm -hmm. if like I said, I was telling everybody. If Garcia landed those fight those punches that Porter did in that fight, it was over. But he didn't land them. He never got a chance to even land him. Mm -hmm. You see Earl working that jab. See, I guess, and to Danny's defense, or to Earl's credit, I guess, like that jab kept neutralizing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you said, I, when Angel said all that, I thought not the point that Danny won or lost, just the fact what you were going to do was going to be different is what I'm saying. Exactly. Even, even if you would have lost, you know what I'm saying? No, exactly. I didn't see nothing different. I don't know, but to his defense, maybe because... He didn't expect Spence jab to neutralize him like that? I don't know. I guess it's only he can answer. We got to find out. You know what I'm saying? What happened to that saying by Mike Tyson? Everybody has a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Dang, that really was... Damn, fuck. Because some... some Angel probably did have a plan. See, the, the, good, <laughs> the good fighters make adjustments during the match. When, when something like, like an audible, like in football, like when something's not going your way or, or a, a curveball, like you thought they were going to do something, now they're doing something different. Are you just going to keep doing what you were going to do? Or are you going to switch it up? You know what I'm saying? Like right, that. And, and that gets into the next situation, the next topic about. So you see, you talking about making adjustments. One of the current kings of that is Terrence Crawford. He never just stayed the same and let you beat him round for round like that. He's he fighting Southpaw. He's fighting Orthodox. He's switching up. He's jabbing. He's going to the body. He's switching up. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, him or his trainer said they don't even really have a game plan. They kind of have to see when the fight starts what it's going to be based on what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Cause it's all about adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He may be the best at making adjustments. I'm only in boxing right now. You know what I mean? So that's going to make it very intriguing to see the Spence 
in the Garth in the uh, Crawford. Uh, Crawford fight. You know what I'm saying, bro? I got I got bets that I've already pending right now. I'm in the field already per se. Your cousin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were man. We was chilling at your crib for the birthday party this weekend and watching a fight. <laughs> and I already got a bet in the field. We already talked about it. Spence win the fight. I'm betting on Crawford versus Spence. He talking mm -hmm. about 100, 200. I told him five. I love Cuz, but he was a little bit disrespectful when he told me he gonna win my money and, and put it on DraftKings. So I ain't feeling that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that. So what I'm gonna do when I win the money, I'm gonna book us all a trip. We're gonna go on vacation. Thanks to him and me. You can book to go to Vegas and to put the money in the field. I mean, I think I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna screenshot him the tickets when I book it. No, you can book his ticket to come with you to no, see I am. his money buy the ticket. No, real shit. Real shit. Yeah. And my, yeah. other, my other thing I gotta say though, I brought up. We did say Earl Spence was going to win. We did say it was going to be the decision. No, exactly, yeah. We did say that. But we just put Bird on the draw just, you know, for a Hail Mary pass because the odds, you know, because if Danny Garcia do land some shots on him and possibly make it a draw. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's boxing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I just didn't feel like putting up a bag real quick on, on Spence coming off that car accident, 14 months layoff. Not saying I thought he he did way better than I thought he was gonna do, and not saying that he's not a good fighter. Or I, I didn't think he was gonna do good. He cold, bro. He he really got my respect, and he's cold as fuck because he beat that nigga ass off the car accident. Not look, he didn't beat Kell Brook now, Sean Porter, Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia. That's Lamont Peterson. Like he kind of got a, a resume. Chris Algieri, like these names that are kind of have some kind of weight. You know what I'm saying? No, real shit, especially this last fight with Danny Garcia, and not just because it's Danny Garcia. The way he beat Danny Garcia. Uh, the fashion. The fashion, yeah. Yeah, Spence really, man, that's... Who is it? it's, tough to see, it's tough to see Spence losing, bro, for real. But it's tough to see Terrence Crawford losing, you know what I'm saying? No, exactly. I'm going to ride, like, not saying Spence is not my dog, but I'm going to ride with my dog, Crawford. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel you. I'm gambling, per se. <laughs> I know I'm gambling. Dang, that's going to be real good, like... Terrence Crawford, man, that boy, that was something else, man. This, but no, nah, bro, it's, it's gonna see. So we're gonna see who fight next. Like I said, we don't want to see Spence fight Pacquiao and all these other names. No disrespect, Pacquiao, you are OG, you are a legend. We want to see Earl Spence fight Terrence Crawford. We want to go to our barbershops and argue who gonna win, who gonna win. Exactly. Who we trying to bet money, dollar, do, even money, dollar for dollar. You know what, what I'm saying? saying? This is the most. The fact that the odds for Crawford, or at least so far. The estimated odds were even. That tells you that it's like a good fight for it to even be like you know what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. So, you bro, never, this... you never, you never can get Crawford even money on a even money on a fight, <laughs> bro. Uh, Man, that's they say he's a smaller man, so we gonna see. But yeah. but just to trans switch gears real quick. So we talking about sports and everything. So what's up? So. We in H Town, right? Like we in H Town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Training camp starting, the NBA coming back, right? Like exactly. you know what I'm saying? We got Wall now, we got cousins, you know, big blue alumni, you know no, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like we, we got all that. that. So yeah. If you tell me we had Wall and Cousins a while back, just them names, that's a team. That is a, a little team. penny and shack. Like you're saying? Exactly. And you got Harden, you know what I'm saying? Bro. So So what's going on with my man Harden right now? Is it you think do y'all personally think I mean answer this question, do y'all think it's overhyped and the media just blowing it over gas? Or is he legitly just to be on some uh, quarantine COVID stuff? Or or you think it, it helps or hurt, like, from a leadership perspective? Or is it getting overhyped? Or what, uh, what's your personal, like, 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 Craig, what do you think? Yeah, it definitely hurts from a leadership <laughs> perspective, for sure. Um, you know, he, he's the superstar of the team. 
you know he he is he's the guy that people look up to so you know i just i just feel like he's making bad decisions if he really trying to stay on the team now if he's not trying to stay on the team anymore then just you know well yeah, yeah that's another thing <laughs> that's right what is his goal what if he trying to play the i don't care well, let me ask you this <laughs> I don't know if you've been dealing with a girl or something like that. Your main thing, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? Side, yeah. whatever. And you really ain't trying to deal with it no more, but cutting her off ain't that simple. See, you just do little I don't care actions to make her cut you off, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Is, that, is that what we can see playing out right now? <laughs> I can see that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck. No, I definitely can see that. <laughs> but one thing I want to say real quick is it's just like he's the leader of the team, it is his team. You lead by example. We got John Wall coming in, Kentucky. I'm a big Kentucky fan. You know what I'm saying? DeMarcus Cousins coming in, a healthy DeMarcus Cousins, a healthy John Wall. I've been out for a whole year. Got rested. They got both. rested. Been off for a whole year. Then he had to go to the bubble. Oh, both of, of them been off for oh, a year plus, them. huh? year plus. John Wall, two years. Because oh, yeah. he had the Achilles, and then he hurt his knee when he was rehabbing the Achilles. So I put him out. So they fresh. And they fresh. like play. I'm working out. I hurt myself again. None of yeah, that. Yeah, fresh. You know what I'm saying? I seen him. The videos on Instagram. He getting good work in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we need that time and that chemistry. You know what I'm saying? That camaraderie. You know, that they have in basketball. We need that time and that. It's already COVID. And we don't get that long of a preseason. And exactly. Like, yeah. oh, it was a short, extra, extra short. Pre- <laughs> extra, extra short offseason. What was it, a month? If you didn't play in playoffs, you you were good. But I mean, LeBron the boys, just got the ring. They just got the ring. They <laughs> like, just got the he, ring. He got a start already. Like they're and, exactly. And Christmas Day already a game. That's in what oh. two two and a half weeks. And, yeah, and you're not there to run, be running the plays, the offense. We don't even know what kind of offense we run. Are we running the same offense? New coach, new coach, like, everything. New GM, same owner, new players. Damn man, you know Harden like my favorite player right now in the league. So it's like. Dang, the selfish part of me just wanting to come to training camp, the the Houston Rocket fan of me, but dang, I just like I'm ready for Brooklyn, man. You know where I'm at, Katie. Like, dang, now nah, I feel you. I just don't want Kyrie Huffman. I know the selfish part of me is the selfish Houstonian of me don't want him to go to Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel no, you. No, shout out to Katie, shout out to but I just feel like now Durant left the Warriors the other year, what last year or whatever you want to call it. It's like everybody's back to regular NBA, not this superstar all exactly. on one team, the monsters. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. Like now, let's see. <laughs> this last year and last year and this year going forward was probably the first year in a good minute where you had to legitimately guess who gonna win a championship this year. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. You're absolutely. You have to legitimately right. argue with your friends. Like, no, I think Portland. Well, no, I think. The, uh, the Lakers. Clippers. Oh no, I think I think the Bucks. Well, the Rockets. You never know they hit three. Like exactly. it was. You know, say. Well, well, I, I bet you they, they mess with Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, really. I sure. like. I can legitimately exactly. like not know. I can have a little debates. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no, nah, Rockets. Nah, nah, LeBron. Sure. Like, no, nah, I bet KD bust. You know, so I like what you're saying. This nigga. Look at so, the Heat. Fifth seed went to the finals. Exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just like. So that's when I say. Obviously, I'm selfish, and I, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm biased because I'm, I'm a Rockets fan. I want him to stay. But biases aside, I want him to stay for that. I don't want it to be another, like, go to State Warriors with Kevin Durant. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. let's just hoop. Everybody hoop with their squad. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like, My squad versus your Chris squad. Paul, you, you got them up. Chris Paul and a boy, y'all over there. Your son. Uh, uh, no, that backcourt, bro. Then you got uh, Greek Freak Middle, Middleton, like Greek Freak, we over here. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie, like, hey, KD, we over here. We nah, on this court. Nah, real shit. LeBron's an AD, you sign back with us? You sign back? Okay. You put your, if you do an extension, I do an extension. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what we need. Like, yeah, I, we can enjoy back to who, but remember the days? 
I'm gonna say about five, probably ten, let's say eight to ten years ago, you don't know who's gonna come out the West. Was it gonna be San Antonio Spurs? Was it gonna be the uh, the Warriors, whatever? Yeah, the Warriors, or or even when Kobe and them kind of came off the illustration, the Lakers, uh, yeah. like yeah. Lob City, you know, that, OKC okay, Thunder, yeah. Harden. You know, what I'm saying you look, you look, he didn't know. Uh, Aldridge and Dame literally who should have come up. You know what I'm no, saying? All of them, yeah. You look, he didn't have a, didn't know who's gonna come out the West. I, I missed them days. No, competition. Really, you know what I'm saying? Well, and no, West not, was the West, but it's like everybody was the West is competition. Yeah. All this, it's harder. All that mm -hmm. shit. Like, but nah, man, that's that's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. But but now we got a lot to unpack, bro. So on some uh, on some other stuff, bro. You know, we had some epiphanies and everything. So so, well, let me ask you this. So when I, when I talk about credit, right? Yeah. Let's just about, like, and this is generally speaking, you know, like, you know, a lot of us growing up, we didn't care about credit. When I say we, I'm talking about my generation. You know, I'm 28, <laughs> I'm 29, right? Yeah. 17, 18. If you mess it up, you mess it up. You don't care. You don't understand the importance of it. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Like we realize, obviously, as we got older, we realize that's very important. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. world. There's way more purchasing power from credit than it is cash. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. The way we got to leverage our credit, bro. So. We really missing out on. All right, it's one thing to have good credit, right? Yeah. But leveraging it and knowing what to do with it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like right now, we need to focus on what we need to do to build our credit, and how do we do what we need to do to build our credit? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, for you personally, was you even at what point did you have an epiphany that credit was like? I ain't talking about today, just like. When you realize you was tripping for it going low, your fault or not, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like realizing how important it really is. I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, bro. Like, I mean, not to even kind of get off topic or whatever, not even we can do that because it's a podcast. We can say what the fuck we want to say. No, exactly, exactly. But I'm really just a person that, that is cash oriented. Meaning like, I only put money in my bank account when I need to buy something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the reason I'm even saying that is that means I didn't give a fuck about credit. <laughs> And the, I came to this realization about two or three years ago when I started giving a fuck about credit. Like, when I started paying attention to what my credit score was, actually looking on there and seeing what's on there, finding out I have triplets, duplicate stuff on there, stuff that's not even my name, not even me on there. Damn. Like, so that's really when I got serious and inquired about it. Damn, I need to really fix my shit. Damn, bro. No, for real, for real. That's what I'm... uh. Like, for me, like I told you, I had a credit card for, like, eight years. I just never really used it, you know what I'm saying? No real shit. And then what we need to do is we need to understand the importance of why we need the importance of credit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And leveraging it for our advantages, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's obtaining more assets, you know, more properties or something like that. Yeah. Loans and business loans. Because for me, I was focused on getting to the money, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Not really on no credit type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Not even thinking I, about that. Obviously, we know it's good. We I'm not that ignorant. Yeah. But I'm just saying what level of priority it should have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm building it from, from this age of 17, 18 on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like in trade lines and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all kind of ways to to finesse it if you got to do it that way or leverage it for a, a better day. You see what I'm saying? Nigga, trade lines. We were watching this video earlier. All I keep hearing <laughs> is trade line, trade line, trade line. Nigga, what the fuck is a trade line, bro? <laughs> like, what is that? Nah, that's the... Uh, <clears throat> well... To my knowledge, it's when you can basically have somebody else's good credit history reflect on your name. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's a thing? Yeah, have somebody reflect. Have somebody reflect on your name. 
That's a real no, thing. Like, that's my good question. Reflecting your name. Like I said, I'm not the expert, so you know, we can go all go find out. For those who can tell us, <laughs> y'all come tell us. You're saying, but what I think it is, is if somebody's good history of their credit can reflect on your profile and give you good standing, which then some people then you can go apply for a credit card in that window of why that's, you know, it might be on your profile, under your name might show on their profile for what, 30 to 90 days? So yeah. go apply for a credit card during that time span. You see what I'm saying? Damn. And now you can use that to leverage yourself. Now you got a $10,000 credit card, $5,000, $20,000 credit card. Bro. And you can do what you got to do if you if you down on your, you know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. Like, what the, this is crazy, but you can actually do this. Whoever knows how to do this, please reach out to us. Please reach out to us. And this is a, correct me if I, this statement that I just made is preferenced with, correct me if I'm wrong. So I, I need somebody to come tell us what this is. You know what I'm saying? What this is about. Because we in the game, we trying to learn the game too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Bro. So, bro, so yeah, we got, uh, so this, uh, all this credit stuff, we can't just keep letting it slide over our heads and everything. But on to bigger and better things, like, you already know what we got going on. Let them know. We got, we got a big weekend. Let them know. You know what I'm saying? Back, back to Las Vegas this weekend. Uh, we got plans. We got goals. We got desires. Yeah. We got... <laughs> We got joy, we got laughter. And one thing we gotta have is focus, you know what I'm saying? Not real shit. So, obviously, for me personally, I, I think I can speak for you, we really gonna be on roulette right now, you know what I'm saying? Bro, that's the game. That's the game, so as far as I can see, I'm being roulette. Just really focus on the strategy, you know what I'm saying? I'm really just trying to focus on the strategy. Like, what is the strategy, you know what I'm saying? Like, for the most part, when I play roulette, uh, primarily, the bread and butter is being played on the outside, playing in the dozens, first dozen, second dozen, third dozen, or the columns. You know what I'm saying? First column, second column, third column. The each each third of a dozen, or each three out of three columns, you get they all pay two to one. You know what I'm saying? So what does that mean? Two to one. What does two that mean? Two to one. So for every dollar you put, you get two dollars. Okay. You put ten dollars, you get twenty dollars. You put a hundred dollars, you get two hundred dollars. Damn. Wherever you put, you get paid double the amount. So double, damn. Exactly. So obviously you know this already. I believe when we go out here, we need to stay disciplined on the strategy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Having back doors covered, back doors, whatever's not covered, maybe have some the hedging in the, in the front 12 if you're on, on a second and third 12. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Double zero and zero, maybe have some there just, just to cut your losses in case they do come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what you think? So when we uh, so obviously we know the strategy is playing outside, right? Yeah. You you can pair that with some inside sprinkle, right? Touch exactly. your numbers directly on the inside. Exactly. One, one to thirty six. Choose a few. You know what I'm saying? I I recommend though if you do that, I recommend you get you about ten or fifteen numbers and stick with it. Don't get in there and try to pick ten, fifteen numbers or five, ten numbers. And then each time switch, yeah. because I'm telling you, I didn't did that before. That's how you not gonna hit. I mean, yeah. you can hit, but you're not gonna hit consistently that way because you're gonna be like, damn, I bet these numbers, and then I bet something else, and like, damn, that, that number did hit. But why not bet it again? Because I'm trying to chase. I'm telling you, that's how you go, they're gonna chase you about that casino. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. Or like you're running from somebody. Exactly, like you're running from somebody. Yes, uh, remember to play the zeros too. Got to. That's that's that can save you. 
Well, no, it did save me. Yeah. But before it saved me, I learned the hard way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was it was like I was like a sinner. Like I like I fell over the edge, then I got saved. Exactly. Like saying, like 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 the church. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Bad things happened, then I got saved. <laughs> like a Christian, right? You know what I'm saying? Because really <laughs> like, you get saved. You know what I'm saying? Really <laughs> so when you make statements like that, I feel like I have a testimony to give. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, real like it's been times I'm putting my all in the field. I'm up. I'm confident. You know how Gavin is. When you made a little money, I'm not. I don't need to wear invincible, but you feel a little. More invincible, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't lose, I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind risking more than I usually put, you know what, what? I'm saying? What? It's subconscious, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I did that a few times. That zero double zeros hit, I was just sitting there with open, open my face. Like, ah, you know what I'm saying? What happened? I don't know. I don't know if the dealer was cleaning the, uh, the whole the whole uh, board off everybody's chips, you know what I'm saying? I just I lost it all. It hurts. Like Jeezy and Hope seen it all. I lost it all. Fuck. Well, at least all that was in the field. I didn't put my all, so I was able to bounce back, you know what I'm saying? But also a loss and a loss is a lesson. I appreciate the pain, it's a blessing. Listen. So I learned from that, you know what I'm saying? A loss and I learned from that lesson, you know what I'm saying? I feel and you. we all been there before, so we've been up, we've been down and gambling, right? You know what I'm saying? Been down. It's part of the game. So like at what point do we do and do we not chase? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, in your opinion, let me ask you, you know what I'm saying? When is it good to chase? When is it not good to chase? And, and of course, you know, this is subjective. It's not one correct answer. No. Time, this time was good. This time was bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to just tell you what I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are your opinion? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, what do you do to prevent yourself from getting into a habit where you're chasing it and you're, doing, you're out of control? You're losing it all? Like, how do you, what do you do uh, so far that, that got you through the win? First of all, I try, I ain't going to lie. I try to go in there real quick. I try to play for about 10, 15 minutes. I ain't going to lie. I try to go in there and play for 10, 15 minutes. I come up on the inside a little bit, and I take my time. I kind of read the board and see how the ball is spinning and hit where it's landing and see if it's catching a streak on the section. And what I mean the section is 13 through 24 and 25 through 36. That's what I play on the outside. Okay. Second section and the third section. And I try to read if it's on a streak with that, and that's when I play the outside. <clears throat> and I play the numbers in the inside, and I try to come up that way a little bit. So now, when I do play the outside, I can go a little bit heavier if I didn't came up. Mm -hmm. Now, if I didn't come up, I'm going to just play my original probably 100, maybe 200 on the outside and call it a day. Mm -hmm. But if I done lost a couple hands like that with the strategy, I'm uh, I'm going to just chill and play the inside. And then sometimes I just be like, you know what? It's been like 10 minutes. I check and see what I'm up. I'm up 200. I'm good. I'm going to just pull out real quick. Or if, sometimes I check if I'm up 500, I'm going to just pull out real quick. Or sometimes, I ain't going to lie, if I'm up like 500, I might do a 200 or a $300 hand strategy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm up. And if I lose, I done lost $100. Because I'm up five and I started with a rack. That's what I do. I start with a rack. That's what I do. I get a rack. Uh, a rack is your bankroll. <clears throat> a rack is my bankroll. I get $800 chips and I get 200 in singles. Or I get 100 in singles and 100 in fives. And, and that's how I roll. Dang, dang! You have a uh, well, either one of y'all. Like, what's so everything's not always handy and landy and dandy, right? So, what, what was nah. one of y'all's more recent bad times? You're know saying like this happened, this happened, this happened, but I should have did this X Y Z. Man, one one time for me was when I was playing the outsides, and pretty much I seen that the trend started flipping. 
Oh, so you say you put the outside? Street. So you saw the red and black, or you talking about the, the third, no, the, the, the second and third section? Okay, yeah. yeah. And you know, on the outsides, and it started flipping to the top section, and I kept sticking with my you know strategy, and I seen that it kept switching to the first section every time. I was like, okay, so it ate up my money, and I lost. Uh, pretty much knowing, knowing you, what you should do. Now, was you doing ins- was you doing inside with it? Sometimes or, or? it's cool to just chill and back off, you know. Okay. Back, and I failed to do that. I kept trying to chase, and that's where I ate my ass up. But you so, live and you learn to so, fight another day. So was you doing other things like black and red, or even odd, or the inside? Or you were strictly doing strategy? I was doing the inside as well. Uh, some plays I wasn't doing the black and red. Uh, but yeah, now now I have the new a new strategy where I you know put. My eighteen on black and then twelve on the red. Okay, okay. Um, because you know, it's it's more black numbers than red. Come on, because they gotta understand. So you're saying your new, this new strategy or your new game plan you're going into with this week's game mm-hmm. is eighteen units on the color black and twelve units on red numbers on the inside. So you're saying not the color red because yeah. they you know say okay bet. Okay. yeah. So damn, bro. So that's what I'm saying, bro. We gotta have some kind of game plan. For me personally, I ain't gonna lie. I used to go in there blind, not blind, but just like now I understand the importance of having a game plan and having a strategy. You know what I'm saying? And really just going in there, just loose cannon, like willy nilly with it. You know what I'm saying? That's how you lose money. <laughs> no real talk. And I guess everybody can get lucky and catch a hail mary, but you don't want that to be your bread and butter that you're depending on. You know what I'm saying? Hell no, because I'm telling you, you you'll get your ass up out of there quick. Yeah. <laughs> Keep doing that shit. You ain't gonna be there long. Dang, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> well, dang, bro. We gotta. So we gonna see, bro. Trying to put these new strategies into place. Um. Uh. I wanna say about my other thing. I learned. I wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw out there real quick. I be betting on that outside strategy, that second and third section, like I be telling y'all. But it don't hit all the time. So when I feel like it's about to hit, I'll just play my numbers. In the inside, and then I load up at least five to ten dollars on chips on one through twelve, and that way I'm telling you it don't hit all the time. And when the the, the first section hit, you cash out, get three fifty. You cash out if you do ten dollars on each each number, you get three fifty. You five dollars on each, you get one seventy five. Okay, yeah. And then if <clears throat> that quote unquote loses, I still have some numbers in, in the inside on the second and third section, and I have a shot to win. Thirty-five dollars to one, whatever dollar, thirty-five to one, uh, thirty-five dollars to one dollar on whatever number I put if that hits. And I normally do would put four or five on there because I am not on that section on the outside, so that would be heavy so, on those numbers so anyway. That money is dedic- it's like that money would yeah. be over here anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I do it where I'm trying to cut. And you can't forget about the zero double zero because if that was to hit, all that bread's gone. No, I got you. I got you, bro. So. If you don't cover the zeros and double zeros, just know you're really gambling. Just know you're gambling. Because if you're covering the zeros and you got your play, the only way you can lose if your number don't hit. So this is how I look at the zeros. <clears throat> if you don't bet money on the zeros, that don't mean you you you're gonna lose bread. But it's just like I mean it's just like, you know, you with your chick, you know what I'm saying? Or with something if you meet something out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying if you don't strap up. That you're guaranteed gonna catch something. I'm just saying, uh, good luck. The odds are not in your favor. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. The whole set, y'all saying? No, real but shit. But nah, bro. <laughs> but nah, bro. So we're gonna recap it next week. You know what I'm saying? Let boys know what happened and everything. 
for me, you know, I'm good right now. Just ate real good. So, you know what I'm saying? Another episode, this is what we on this week. For me personally, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm on right now, bro. I'm on soul, I'm on soul food, soul vegan right now. Uh, it's in Third Ward. If you're in Houston, Texas, Third Ward, Emancipation, you can find it. You know what I'm saying? Damn. They, 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 they claim, they say they vegan. I look at the menu, I like, this one look vegan. This is like food I have on Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? No, real shit. Collard greens, mac and cheese. So I'm like, what? Dirty rice. Because when I hear vegan, that don't move me in that direction. Hell no. No disrespect to my vegans, but that ain't my style. No, I don't get down like that. No, like, at least that's what I was, I was thinking, like, prematurely, you know what I'm saying? No, real shit. I, I come up here, I, I order the barbecue mushrooms. I tell you, you taking them as their chicken bites. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you told me they're chicken bites. You're like, nigga, you want some barbecue chicken bites? Well, I'll tr- yeah, because so that, that's like, how they fuck. look to me. That's all I call no, them. No, real shit. Because, like, I bit this shot. I'm like, damn, this shit good as fuck. And you're like, nigga, you like the mushrooms? I'm like, nigga, you said they were chicken bites. So, like, I'm like, fuck, they don't even taste like mushrooms. I'm like, damn, they literally taste like chicken bites on some shit. <laughs> no, nah, so, yeah, so I'm on that. So, if you, so when I personally go, you know, I got a lot to go back and get. I'm getting the dirty rice, barbecue mushrooms, the fries. Next time I'm gonna get the burger, and after that, well, actually, next time I need to go get the uh, the po' boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that looked fire, boy. Boy, so if nobody's hit, it, I would highly encourage people to hit Soul Vegan in Third Ward, Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause that's that's a lot. Like you can't go wrong with the they got the pasta milk. If you like jambalaya. I like dirty rice, and I don't understand. They told me it's not meat, but I see dirty rice. I see what appears to be little chunks of ground beef in it. I'm confused. You know what I'm saying, bro? I had that jambalaya today. That shit was fire, bro. Like, cause it tastes like jambalaya, but it's supposed to be vegan. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? To me, the shit hit better because I'm not like, ugh, I ate too much. No, yeah, like the shit was good. Like when you eat rice and you drink something, it swell up. You get full quick. Like, like. The shit was good. Like I can't wait to go back and try the the po boy or the burger because you said they hit. Nah, real talk. So what you on? So uh, so what you on for the week? Shit, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I am not. I, I am not. I'm not finna lie, bro. Like uh, this week I'm on that crazy story by Vaughn, by King Vaughn. That shit go hard, bro. Like mm. like R.I.P. to that nigga. Real shit. That nigga had talent. Like, oh, King Vaughn. Yeah, that shit. That that that. If y'all don't know that nigga, go go download that crazy story real quick. It may be for you, it may not be for you, but shit, that's the type of shit I fuck with, so. Those who get it, if you know, you know. It may be for you, maybe not. There you go. Are you good? Uh, yeah, so, so. What you on? Uh, Right now, I'm on Nick's Seafood. I'm on Nick's Seafood. That's, uh, oh, so that's in Houston? Yeah, in Houston on 2920. The, uh, the north side? Yeah, the north side. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 45 and uh, 2920. Over oh. there by H-E-B. But uh, yeah, it's... Good little mom and pop uh, spot. Great food. All you know about Nick. Great quality. Great customer service, you know. But, um, yeah, you can get a nice size meal for like $6, $7, See, then about some Nick Seafood, when y'all put me on it, I went there and picked up something to go or whatever. Yeah. Like, when this corona stuff started lighting up, people are really in there on some, I mean, dinner after work type, you know, like a restaurant. Bro, that shit yeah. stay packed. No, it's... And you pack for a reason, you know what I'm saying? It's packed like sardines, bro. That shit packed like sardines in there mid-COVID. Damn, so it hit if you pack in mid-COVID, you know what I'm right. saying? When people have a reason to not come. But nah, bro, so yeah, we're going to get back to it, man. We got lots to unravel and everything. So we're going to see what's up with y'all next week. This is what we on.